Now, welcome to a new episode of PR360, and I'm your host, Brett Deister. And today with me, I have Leah Walters, and she is the head of communications at Monday.com. I know it sounds like Monday, why would you call yourself Monday.com? But it's actually a pretty cool program, which we're going to talk about a little bit during the show. But she's had a myriad of different expertise in the PR industry. And it's just great to have her on the show. So welcome to the show, Leah. Thanks so much, Brad. And as my first question I ask to all my guests is, are you a coffee or tea drinker? (laughs) So that's an excellent question. I'd say in personality, I am a coffee drinker. But ever since I was pregnant and had my son, I have been off caffeine entirely. So at the moment, I'm neither. Ah, (laughs) so you've sworn off caffeine for now. Yeah, you know, I feel fine without it. I'm going with it. How brave of you. (laughs) And for those that actually may not know, can you explain a little bit about what Monday.com is all about? Yeah, absolutely. So I will also touch on the name to add a little bit of context there. So Monday is a work operating system. It is a platform for all kinds of work. And we look at anybody who uses a computer and works on a team as somebody who can use our product. So we operate across 200 business verticals in about 180 countries around the world. And people use it to do work, to communicate, to collaborate, to plan as a marketing tool, as a CRM. The concept behind it is we provide users with the building blocks to build and customize their own workflows and they can create a system that works for them. So we don't necessarily know how to run a manufacturing plant or to run a hotel, but we know the tools that you need to get there. And so you can go through the template route, you can custom build, but the idea is that you and your team can complete all work on the platform. And the reason we went with the name of Monday is just because of work, really. When we think about work and going back to work and a fresh start, the good and the bad of it, certainly Monday is the day. I can understand that. If you called it Friday.com, everybody would be like, wait, it's not Friday. (laughs) Why are you tricking me? Right, right. That's right. (laughs) But when you use Monday, every day feels like that. Mm, That is true. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. That's certainly not the case. (laughs) Eh, You can think about it that way. Maybe she guys just throws like (laughs) confetti when they open up the program and stuff and be like, happy Friday. Not really. Right. Anyways, moving on to basically what I call more of digital workflow programs. Sure. Yeah. Has it exploded this year? And what is the messaging that's helped with these? I call them odd times or just it's 2020. Yeah, definitely. So it certainly feels like they're exploding. We've always seen a lot of tools on the market, a lot of platforms, a a lot of different ideologies about how to approach work. But we've really felt what differentiates us is is a few different things. One is we really have messaged and spoke always to the human. It's never been a B2B solution, even though technically that's what they are. We message directly to the consumer. So because we have such a large potential target audience, we're always talking about the pain points that you feel working together as a team. And that stays the same if it's 1950 or 2050. And certainly 2020 has brought some unique challenges to us, but our our messages have remained the same. It's you on your team having challenges, communicating, collaborating, and everything in between. Yes. Communication is always key when you're communicating with the team. Yeah. Working with people is hard if you're in the same room or if you're a million miles away. And it's identifying those key pain points that really bond all of us that is where we found success. Mm, 
Now, I've known you guys for a little bit because I just read everything about tech. And <laughs> it seems like in a lot of articles, you always are like number one in a lot of these digital workflows. So how do you guys actually dominate or what is your key differentiator between, let's say, Asana, which is, I would say, similar to what you guys are, but maybe a little bit different. But how do you say that we're better than them or this is why we're better or this is what we do that they can't do? Sure. So I, I would say, first of all, it's not a matter of better or worse. It's just different. You know, Asana is an incredible platform. Super exciting to see what's going on with their IPO news and, and path to being a public company. But what differentiates us is pretty simple. Bring it down to two categories. One is Asana is a project management platform. And while we certainly have a large project management capability, our platform does a whole lot more than that. So, you know, you can use it as a CRM, you can use it for a marketing tool, you can use it for surveys and collecting data and having dashboards that display what you do. So that's, that's a major differentiator. And on the product side as well, we recently launched what we call Monday Apps, which is the ability for anybody to build a app on the platform. So if you liken it to a smartphone example, if you bring two people into the room, both of them have an iPhone, what really differentiates their phones are the apps. And so we are launching the exact same thing. It's the ability to create any sort of app. And then in a couple months or even a month or so, we will have a marketplace that is just like the app store where you can pull any kind of app that's relevant to your workflow. So that's one big differentiator. And the other is 70% of our customer base is what we call non-tech savvy. So those are people who are not coming from technical backgrounds who wouldn't necessarily describe themselves as comfortable with software or technology and are not transitioning from a different tech solution. These are people, any kind of people doing any kind of work that really find success on Monday because of its simplicity. Mm. So you're just really trying to help the non-tech savvy people is what I'm hearing. Well, it's all the people, and it turns out that most of the people are the non-tech savvy people. <laughs> it's fair. I mean, tech has kind of exploded or at least been a really crucial part of everyday life now. So you're going to always see a lot more people that are, want to use programs, but they don't really want to spend the time to figure out the intricacies between. So you try to make it as Absolutely. easily as possible for exactly. those, but also make it interesting for those that are probably tech savvy as well. That's right. And, and that's why the building structure is so helpful. It can be as simple or as complex as you need it to be. And, and even varying across teams, people have that completely different use cases for it. Mm. And speaking of customers, what have yeah. been some of the surprising feedback you got from customers from your product this year? That's a great question. As you know, we've talked about a little this year has brought all kinds of uh, surprising things for sure. What we've seen that has been super exciting is how organizations are using Monday to help them with the various challenges that 2020 has brought. So if you look at COVID-19, we have seen war rooms of governments and that kind of thing that use Monday to manage all of their responses. Or there was a search and rescue group that used Monday to coordinate bringing back their various citizens from around the world to their home country. We've seen it used for fundraising. We've seen in what's going on in the Black community right now, a bunch of organizations that are combating systemic racism use Monday to really coordinate their responses. And that is something that we've seen with different crises that have happened, but never more than right now. So it's been really 
exciting and empowering to understand how they're using the platform and to see the different features that we can create for them that are most helpful to the incredible work that they're doing. Mm -hmm. And has your product or feature launches accelerated in 2020? Or are you guys still maintaining the same plan prior to all this happening? We are on the same plan, but I think expedited would be the right way of talking about it. You know, we've always been looking at work from home features or that kind of thing. And that was obviously in much more demand. And so we did it super fast. But all, all of our priorities are the same. It's just been adding some time pressure to to them and, and rolling things out as fast as possible as we really see changing needs. Mm -hmm. And for you and your team, did you guys actually have to pivot from your Palm plan from 2020 to readjust it and look at it differently? Or did you basically still rely on it? Was there any type of changing between that? Because I know all PR people were like, yes, this is our plan. And then 2020, you're like, no, this is not our plan now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so like I was saying before, our core messaging has remained the same. But what we have done is added a whole cohort of messaging around working from home. We've had a lot of exclusively work from home teams on the platform before everybody was working from home, but that wasn't the vast majority of our audience like it is now. So certainly we've done a lot of focus on the work from home messaging and developed a microsite as an example with tips and tricks for using the platform to work from home or changed our advertising to reflect working from home so that people could understand the different use cases, added uh, templates and use cases and best practices and that kind of thing to the website. So certainly we've added to the plan, but but the core structure has remained the same. Did you add more to like the education side of it to actually get more like videos so people understood better? Or was it always just the plan of adding more education collateral to your communication plan? Yeah, not so much in that particular area. We have always been what we call a no-touch funnel. So the way we target users is with ads across Facebook, Instagram, AdWords, review sites, that kind of thing, and say, hey, you, team manager, you have a problem. They click on the ad because they do have that problem and then adopt the platform on their own. So we've really heavily relied on tutorials and that kind of thing to really explain the value of the product for our entire existence. So in that way, we haven't added on new things, but we have increased templates, for example, so that when you log into the system, you have the option to build your own platform, but you can also choose pre-made templates if they're suitable to the workflow that you're trying to pursue. Have you seen that those templates are a little bit more popular than creating your own, or is it kind of split? It depends on the industry. Because we operate across 200 business verticals, we don't have suitable templates for all of those verticals. It's a very reliable and popular option for teams that we have the relevant content for. And for next year, because mm -hmm. actually 2021 is coming up pretty soon. Yeah. How has your plan changed? Are you a little bit more flexible because of 2020? Are you doing a plan, but you're like, this could be subject to change? in your head, basically, is there more yeah. flexibility in 2021? Well, I mean, if anything, 2020 has shown us we just have no idea what's to come. And so we are all operating full steam ahead, knowing that there is that big lurking question of, of what happens next. But we have super ambitious goals, and we've been really fortunate and working hard towards strong numbers and increased growth. And so 
um, in spite of it being a challenging time, which most certainly it is for everybody, our goals and plans are full steam ahead. Mm. And for internal communication plan, because I feel like this is one of the areas that's changed quite dramatically Absolutely, because you don't see anybody anymore, really, or you don't see anybody physically anymore, I should say. (laughs) How has that changed? Are you guys utilizing different types of live streaming or podcasting or anything else besides the written word? Are you just focusing more on like newsletters or emails to update your employees? Well, Unsurprisingly, I'm sure we really rely on Monday as a platform for updates. And we're a global company. We've got offices in Tel Aviv, London, Sydney, Miami, San Francisco. And so we've always needed digital communications, but certainly we've leaned into it more now. And what we're trying to do is to take all of the practices that we've carried in person and bring them online, whether that's team meetings or catch-ups or in all hands of the company even social events or events for parents or by interest group, that kind of thing, everything has just moved online. So we are big Zoom users, big Slack users, and our core has always been Monday. Have you seen which ones have actually worked more than others? Or has it kind of been people just really like when you just communicate them with the general because it's outside people than your family? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, there is definitely Zoom exhausted. We are so inclined now rather than doing a phone call or or something else to add the video component, which is a lot for people. So we've heard feedback on that. But for the most part, seeing a friendly face on your screen is a reassuring thing. Some of our social activities have been more successful than others. It's hard to have a happy hour without a structured program, for example, because everybody joins and is holding a drink and you can't chit chat in the same way as you would if somebody was standing next to you. But as far as company programming goes, we've worked really hard on an all hands meeting and having different formats for connecting and really staying up to date. And would you consider actually doing more of an internal podcast or maybe internal live streaming, not just zoom, but just live streaming updates or something like that? Or you will you stick to what plans you currently have for the future? That's a great question. We do actually have a podcast that has been tremendously successful for us. And it touches on issues and challenges and different things that we have done that we want to have complete transparency on so that other founders or people growing companies don't have the same situation. So that is something that we are continuing to record even remotely. And in terms of live streaming, it's it's a great question. We're always looking for new ways to connect people and connect the different offices and to make us really feel like one team, which of course is, is especially a challenge right now. So we'll have to look more into that. Mm. There's a lot of great resources, I think for live streaming. I think there's actually a YouTube channel called YouTube pros. If anybody wants to check that out, that actually does help with figuring out that as well. So if you ever want to cool. check that out, I'm always looking yeah, at stuff. So. Yeah. Awesome. Because I feel like 2020 is kind of like, ooh, let's do live streaming now because, well, it's the best thing we could do besides Zoom. Right. (laughs) Everyone's reaching for something for sure. Yes. And what is one thing PR pros should take away or could take away from 2020, in your opinion? I think transparency is something that's really worked well for us. And so... Sometimes we have the answers, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we're able to explain what's going on, sometimes we can't, but always having that direct and open communication with 
employees, with users, with the outside world to say, this is who we are, this is what we're doing. Sometimes we say we don't know, and that's okay. So I think really being as transparent as possible to all of your stakeholders really establishes trust and, and brings things far. And then you really need to be flexible. You don't know what the future holds. You don't know when a global pandemic is going to hit or when race relations are going to be at an all-time high or many of the other crises that this year has brought. But you roll with the punches as they come. And I think relying on that transparency will bring you ultimately to success. Mm. Is that some things that you should take or PR pros should take into their 2020 plans moving forward and beyond, I should say? Is more the future of PR now just transparency to a certain extent, but more transparency than before? I think so. That's really been our motto from day one. And when I joined Monday, it was really an adjustment for me because it's not necessarily the obvious option, but it it certainly is effective. Mm -hmm. And fun question for you. If you create any new feature for Monday.com, what would it be? That is a fun question. Let me think on that for a sec. So my nature of being in communications is that I work super closely with a lot of different teams. And I would like a magic button that prioritizes all of my work for me. Somebody was able to build an app that was able to get into my brain and understand what I needed to do when and then spit me out a list by priority. That would make my life a whole lot easier. So almost like a virtual assistant, but more in your brain. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Virtual assistant, exactly, in, inside my brain. That's a perfect way of saying it. Well, Elon Musk is trying to do something with the brain in tech, so. Oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> and any final thoughts for our listeners? You know, it was great to chat with you, and I hope everybody is doing as well as possible given the times. And I'm open for any questions or thoughts or always like meeting people in the space or people that are using Monday. And so feel free to reach out. All right. Thank you, Leah, for joining PR 360. We really appreciate it. A pleasure, Brett. Thank you. And thank you for joining PR 360. As always, please subscribe to PR 360 on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more, and leave a review. It really helps us out. And join us next week as we talk to another great thought leader in the PR industry. All right, guys, stay safe, have fun, get out there. And as always, be safe because it's always doubly good to be safe. All right, guys, later.